love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. Says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We are live from the Fit Show Radio Hub for Tuesday, March 6, 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast, you guys. Good to see everybody. How's everybody doing? Good. Uh, and. Thank you for listening right now. As always, know there's a lot of stuff going on in your world. I get it, but it's really cool that you hang out with us. And with that, I'd like to introduce my friends and family. There's Drew. I've been spring cleaning for the last two weekends in a row, and now after yesterday, it's flowing into my work week, so I'm about ready just to strike a match and burn the whole place down and start over. You know, it's interesting. You and I both seem like we've been trying to get rid of a lot of stuff lately. I'm really trying. Yeah. I mean, this weekend alone, I did. Well, yesterday I did the dump run, but oh, it's awful. The Ooh. thing is, is that I live with Drew, and he keeps coming into my bedroom with boxes of stuff, and I keep grabbing a bunch of stuff out of it. And so his spring cleaning is just adding to things what? that I have. One man's uh, trash is another man's treasure. Yes, one hundred percent. All right, and there's Tanner, the millennial. I am a happy camper today because I started my day with avocado toast. Oh, so that's what I what level. I'm on today. All right. And what about you, Jenna, my head of security? <laughs> well, I'm on no sleep because my daughter has her two-year molars coming in in the back of her mouth, and she keeps screaming out, my teeth hurt, my mm. teeth hurt. So that's exciting. Well, and a man who never gets any sleep, as he tells the story, our host, The Fitz. Well, already I think my day's better than yours because I just looked at my email, and I have cat videos for all mankind. Ooh, <laughs> you are winning, sir. <laughs> so how about that? Mm-hmm. Eat that. Uh, all right, so who had the most interesting thing we should uh, focus on today? Uh, I talked about avocado toast, so I yeah. think Drew, what was yours? I've been uh, spring cleaning and okay. I've been making like trips to donation, trips to the dump, and I don't feel like I'm making any progress. It, it's just as messy as when I started. You know, my wife, I mean, she's really wanting to get rid of a whole bunch of stuff right now, but the hard thing for me is like getting rid of like kids' toys and stuff that they played with for a long time and you have so many memories on it. And my wife, my <laughs> wife could not give a crap. She, she wouldn't give a crap if, like, this is the floor where our, our daughter walked for the first time. She'd be like, rip it up. Yeah, she has no floor. I'm with she her. has, like, zero emotional connection no, because this to is anything. You, and you're one of my really good friends, so I'm going to be honest. You hold on to everything. Like, I did a dump run for you, you know, last yeah. week, and we covered it up with an old rug. Your wife wanted to right. get rid of it. He goes, oh, I don't want to get rid of nice this rug. rug. Thank you. Did can, you guys see that can rug? Can I tell you where mm-hmm. the rug's been? The rug has literally been in the garage for two years, walked so on what? everything, and nobody's How dare you talk about my and, rug but like listen, that. And nobody's wanted it until finally we're getting rid of it. And all of a sudden the rug is the greatest item in the what? world. Y'all ready for this? Guess where that rug is right now? Underneath Jenna's table. It's in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, anytime you Jenna get rid Jenna jacks of, all my stuff. Anytime I took you get, one kid's item. That's Oh, anytime Fitz wants to get rid of toys or anything around his house, it ends up at Jenna's house. It was one Every time. It was a or one of block. her friends. I mean, the other day I was literally cruising down the street, and I saw like two strangers, a boy and a girl, <laughs> walking in my kids' clothes. And I'm well, like, huh? I'm like, somewhere down the line, they must know Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to get rid of this stuff when you're not around because you want to hoard and hold on to everything. Like you're going to well, live in the items. My mom is a hoarder, I believe. 
I'm not oh, kidding. Well, yeah, pack riding is a real disease. It's, it, it runs in my family. Is. It yeah. runs in your family mm-hmm. too, friend, and it's okay. Well, it runs good. in mine. Well, I know it does because <laughs> you take all my stuff to your house, and I pack rat it right <laughs> over to my house. All right, you guys, welcome to the show. Here comes Tuesday. Let's go. It happens live. And now, now the Fitz Show's world famous "What Are You Kidding Me?" stories of the day. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Tuesday's a tough day, but you know what? You and I can do it together. You and I can get through it together. You and I together. It's us. You made that up. That was sweet. Thanks. I was trying to throw a little message. To uh, those listening, C minus. I thought it was great. You, you've done better work. Drew has a cold heart, so it's hard to warm that. Hang on. You and I are together. Every day we are together. Every month togetherness makes me happy. Your C minus is slipping. Every day we're together. Doesn't matter the kind of weather. Every day together we shall be. All you really say is together. When you get together every day, you laugh in your car at what we say. And we love you for it. Bet your bottom bomb indeed. See where I'm going there? Mm-hmm. I do. You don't get it. You don't understand music structure. So how what, could you get it? What, are you kidding it? me? <laughs> <laughs> See, I started out with a little lyric. Then I, boom, hit to the chorus, right? Mm-hmm. You went from the I'm first gonna come verse back to with the that, chorus. What I'm going to do now, come out with a little bridge, hit the chorus again. Or I'm going to come out with a little bridge, back to the lyric in the last chorus. And then you get yourself a hit song. Maybe I just need to hear the produced version you of it to I get it. Weren't we doing the What Are You Kidding Me stories? Yep. So that took out one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What are you kidding me? (laughs) Sorry about that. Really apologize. So anyway, if you don't mind, I'm going to take you out of Maryland right now. Things that make you go boom. A guy in Maryland used body spray on himself in his car last Thursday. And then he lit up a cigarette. Ooh, oh, no, no. And the car exploded. Yeah. He was taken to the burn unit with serious, serious injuries. The blast blew the doors open, pushed up the roof, shattered the front window. Wow. He really used a lot of body spray. Yeah. Seriously, to do well, something he like basically, that. Well, he, he, filled, he, yeah. he filled the cabin of the car with the propellant and the flammable liquid spray, you know, in, in mist form. I got it. And then, and then as ignited he, it. As he had the... So was there a spark created, or just the? Well, fact he that lit that a thing? cigarette. So yeah. he lit when he yeah. lit his lighter. It basically created a, a contained, You're right? A little mini explosion. Uh, yeah, perfect event. scenario. Yeah. I got ISS wow. for doing something similar to this on the school bus. Sure, you did. You yeah. did. Sure, yeah. you did. I, uh, Is everybody okay? Let a whole can of Axe body spray out on the bus, uh-huh. and uh, I got in a lot of trouble for that. Speaking of Axe body spray, I, Jenna, do you remember this when I I was on the plane going to see my now wife in Dallas? Sprayed some Axe body spray inside of the bathroom. Their alarms went off in the cockpit, wow. and they immediately start pounding on the door. And it was the Axe body spray that ignited. 
their uh, their little alarm system. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, we, wow, it's getting crazy. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Be careful out there. <laughs> yeah. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. I said a little prayer for you. Welcome to the show. Uh, let me get you caught up in case you don't know what's going on. Um, there's been like a, a weird little rift kind of going on the show between me and Tanner the Millennial because it was just uh, last week where Tanner and I were having an off-air conversation. He was talking about stuff going on in his life, you know, some serious stuff, personal stuff. And I said, hey, man, I'm, uh, I'll pray for you. I'll send something up for you. And he's like, no, don't do that. And I'm like, whoa. That's a problem. He's saying a prayer for you, and, he, and you're like, "Yeah." You're like, "He's like, it's not like they're going anywhere, or doing anything. They're they're meaningless." And and like, what what do prayers do for people? Tanner. And I said, "Well, guess what? I don't know if I quite <laughs> said it like that." That is exactly what you said. No, it, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's no, exactly what it was. He politely declined. Drew, it's okay for him to be honest here. Go ahead. Quit. Def- was- hey, hey, wait, wait. Quit defending your roommate. <laughs> I'm defending his rights as an American. Right. So anyway, I was like, wow. I, I guess it was the first for me that yeah. I, I've never had anybody literally say to me, I don't want you to say a prayer for me ever. You know. So so in that case, I said, well, I'm going to probably send about five up for you then. So I, I prayed a little extra for Tanner the Millennial. And he's, uh, you know, we've gotten a lot of messages on our Facebook page about it. Facebook.com yes. slash follow Fitz. Christina says, get over it, Tanner. Fitz cares for you. And whether you like it or not. You should have just let it slide. You guys are family. He loves you, and you love him. Hug it out. Yeah, whatever. I'm not. Touch I don't want to hug it out. Hey Tanner, I'll pray for you. Meaning in the kindest, nicest, most genuine way possible. Says uh, Cecilia says it can't hurt. WTF? Who knows? I'll let all the people who want to pray for me pray for me if they want. I'm the same way. You want to pray for me? I'll Go do for it. it. Yeah. Do it. Good karma Pray for everybody to quit ripping off our radio show. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I get so annoyed with this phrase, pray for me, because we have so many different things that we pray for. We pray for what happened with Kevin of uh, Silent Bob or whatever it was. Then we pray I for, didn't. we hope people don't rip that. off our radio show anymore. And then we pray for mm-hmm. that our Starbucks latte comes here on time. No, it I just don't. Seems... No, I don't. I choose what I do with my prayers. And I said, I'm going to send some up for you. Maybe because I got sick of you sleeping on a couch every single night. I prayed for specific things as to mend your relationship with I your prayed, father yeah. and to have healing from losing your cat. That's what I prayed for. I also prayed for the Lord to please do something with your hair. Oh, my gosh, friend. <laughs> I could actually use those prayers. <laughs> and I prayed that the Lord uh, take away all the poisonous fumes in your car that you purchased from Drew. Well, Amen we have to, to pray to Drew to make him fix it. <laughs> so you don't want that stuff? That's fine. I, I just, I don't see the point. Well, I, I, that's the whole point. I know you don't. So that's the reason I'm sending some up in the first place. Boom. You need it. No, I don't. Yes, I you don't do. need it. I didn't even tell you who or what I was praying to. I just said, I'm, I'm going to send some up for you. You don't even know what I am. You don't even know what I think. Hmm. now i'm thinking (laughs) all right we'll be right back again facebook.com slash follow fits it continues got the mr pray hater over here is mad that i'm saying a prayer for him i'm not mad 
This is The Fit Show with Fitz. Don't you get it? I had her mom waiting on her. Jenna. How much dirt do you think you can eat before you actually get sick? Drew. Having Tanner in the house is like having a giant adult baby. And Tanner, the millennial. Drew and Fitz are the two dads I never had. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. All right, according to a new report, kids are so used to using iPads and computers that they cannot even grip a pencil anymore. What? In order to write legibly, kids are taught to grip a pencil or pen with their thumb and first two fingers, which is easy for us because we've been, you know, basically doing it most of our lives. Mm -hmm. Muscle memory. More and more kids are struggling with it because they don't have the strength and dexterity in their hands. The only way they can write is by gripping it with their entire, like, um, I've, I've seen some of these, uh, yeah, fists, like a caveman. Wow. So are people not even coloring with their children now? Like, you know, well, well it's hopefully not just they're writing, writing with their children. I mean, come on. I'd rather you write with your kids than... No, but yeah. I mean, like, not being able to grab something. I mean, I they guess. can't even hold I, a crayon then I, or anything. That's I'm crazy. I'm sorry to say, guys, but this is the way the world is moving. No, it's the, way need... you're, it's the way you're moving them, Tanner. <laughs> yeah, Tanner. You're responsible for this. You and your... It, kids are, like, walking around with their pointer fingers, like, looking for their iPad. We don't Why need penmanship anymore. We don't need but it. But that, that's the debate is, do we teach penmanship if we're going to be typing mm. all the time? Because penmanship does activate other mm. parts of the brain. Yes. It helps you remember. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, we, we communicate now with emojis, which is basically taking us back to hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. Oh, da, na, 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 but they na, still had to draw out the hydro... hydro, hydro how do you say that? Uh, let's go to the next story, Jim. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. We're going to go to the next story. All right, Drew, choose your news. Uh, Raul Reyes is a 26-year-old daycare teacher in the Houston area. And listen to this. He recently had to have his foot amputated. What happened? Oh my gosh. No, this is a scary story, and, and everyone should get to the doctor if you've got some little pain or problem. He had swelling in his foot. He thought it was from an on-the-job injury, maybe twisted his ankle or something. Mm-hmm. When he didn't go away after a week, he went to the doctor. He had a blister on his foot that he thought was from his shoes. Turns out it was flesh-eating bacteria. Oh! Uh, and the doctors had to act very quickly and amputate his foot to mm. keep it from spreading into his bloodstream. If it gets in your bloodstream, it'll kill you. That's right. Now, that here's the even scarier part. He and his wife don't know where it came from. The doctors say it either enters through a wound or, like, in your, your toenails. But yeah. they hadn't. They could not remember being anywhere that would typically be an environment where flesh-eating bacteria could exist. So they don't know. What uh, is that environment? Like, I'm sorry. Uh, no, brackish I'm... salt water, uh, dirty water, things okay. like that. Just or, yeah, anywhere. Weird moisture. Yeah, swampy water. Somewhere you don't want to be. Water. That, Anoth- yeah. Another reason why I'm not going outside. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You Seriously, just, get to the doctor. Yeah. You just keep on staying in your mom's basement, Tanner. <laughs> All right, choose your news, Tanner. A group of Stanford students are, is urging Apple to add an essential mode to the iPhone. So that's so you can only text people, call people, and receive photos because this group of Stanford students claims the iPhone is too addictive and it's changing our society and culture too much. So they're at, so now they're wanting to change the phone. You can't give us something and then just take it away That's because you think it it, because you think it's bad. For this us. would yeah. be just a quick setting. Uh, they're not asking for a brand new iPhone. They're asking for a simpler option with the iPhone. I'm hearing oh. there's a big movement. They're seeing an uptick in the sales of flip phones because a lot of people are saying I'm spending too much time on my smartphone. I'm going to go back to a flip phone. Just a phone call, text machine. That's it. 
Ooh, oh I love God. that I'm idea. But I already feel myself going crazy thinking about like it. Like not <laughs> not updating your status all day, not knowing what everybody's doing in your news feeds, not being able to see what's on the news. See, like, is that not making your blood pressure? No, go it's up? so I'm, much weight is being lifted off of I'm me. I'm getting sweaty just thinking about <laughs> it. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Fitz, 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 he's towing the Fitz. It's the Fit Show. Not saying you shouldn't give a long speech, but whoever gives the shortest speech tonight will go home with, Johnny, tell them what they'll win. It's a brand new jet ski. Back to you, Jimmy. Thank you, Helen. Thank you, jo- Helen Mirren not included. So, so once again, whoever had the shortest uh, uh, thank you speech at the Grammys won a jet ski. Oh, Oscars. Mm-hmm. What? Oscars. Oh, yeah, the Oscars. <laughs> They're all pretty much the shows. same. Though. And I'm like, uh-huh. I'm so confused. <laughs> yes, the Oscars. And who walked away with the brand new jet ski? Do it, we know? He was a costume designer. Okay. I know that. Not a known, not a household name. How long was his acceptance speech? I didn't watch that long of it. He basically came up, said thanks, thanks to the crew. Appreciate it. Uh-huh. Bye. His name is Mark Bridges. Okay. Mark Bridges. Mark Bridges. Good job, Mark So he had a brand Bridges. new... And didn't he win a trip somewhere, too, or did somebody else win a trip? Ooh, I don't know about a trip. I, I do like that the that the jet ski was a good running joke. He gave the away a trip to Lake Havasu as well. Oh, really? Yeah. With the jet ski? Yeah. Well, you got to have somewhere to I ride think it. So Mark Bridges is going on a jet ski, man. All right. <laughs> but I, I I think I think Jimmy did a great job. You know, I again I was still very very political, of course. But right. uh, what was your your biggest uh, annoyance about the Oscars? I would say. The predictability. Uh, and, and here, how about this? As you're watching all of the nominations, you're thinking these aren't the movies people loved necessarily. A lot of people didn't hear a lot of, about yeah. a, a lot of these yeah. movies, right? A, a lot of these movies basically never lived in the theaters. Yeah. They're just uh, kind of indie darlings, and they're the movies that Hollywood likes. Like Hollywood needs to get out of its own way. They really need to have a category for. Uh, biggest blockbuster. They need to have a category for the movie that made the most money. That's year. what I'm saying. And it's going to end up being some Avengers and movie that Hollywood turns their nose up at, but yeah. that's what they need to do. Right. Because that's what America responds to with that's our right. pocketbooks. They need to respond to what America responds with. Yeah, yes. Oscars. Come on. What? Yeah, Oscars. What's America you, Oscar? likes they... those kind of movies that you turn your nose at. And what's up with that? I mean, you're right. They should just they should... call, uh, have an award for... This made this movie made a lot of damn money. Movie, the Cha-Ching Award, the Cha-Ching Award. They should have one award that the people get to vote for, where it's not the Academy that they open up to the public. Why on the don't Why don't they have like a viewer's choice? For- because really, the Oscars, as the kind of oldest institution in this, they really are self-important. They really this is. Hollywood voting on itself, so they feel like this is in the club. Then, then oh. what are we watching it for? What are well, we watching it? Apparently, we aren't because the ratings are down again this like year. What, like 16, 20 percent or something like that. Yeah. Well, it was down like 18, uh, 18 something percent. That's but a lot. That's a big drop. Yeah. And it was last year was the lowest ever, and then this year went a little lower. So I think that America's tuning out. We just don't care. I think it was great what Jimmy did with throwing in the jet ski thing. Yeah. That, that was like the great part about it. It was great. It was That's a good running joke. A couple of the present or a couple of people who won. Jordan Peele was up there and he said the audience was cheering. He said, "Quiet down, guys! You're ruining my chance at the jet ski. <laughs> I'm trying to get through this." <laughs> All right, then if you watch the uh, Oscars, tell me what you thought about it. I know it's a couple of days ago, but a lot of people are still chatting about <laughs> it. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome to the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. hilarious. <laughs> this 
is The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. You would not believe which celebrities stormed off the stage because the audience got way too close. I'm going to tell you what went down next. Drew, standing by with the Tuesday reality check. We aren't used to hearing good news in foreign politics, but I think this qualifies. Kim Jong-un met in an unprecedented manner with a 10-person delegation from South Korea this weekend. Uh, He held an official state dinner for them, and they held talks on not only nuclear disarmament, but also uh, attempting to patch up the relationship between North Korea and the U.S. Wow. So this is actually a really good step in the right direction. I mean, South Korea is really working for it. Well, yeah. Uh, Lil' Kim's trying to reach out and... Well, I mean, at least they're trying to get tr- him to reach out. You know, they're trying yes. to to mend the 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 pathway, I guess, and and wow. maybe open it up so we can talk and we can like all in a level headed way solve this this problem. It's we have. crazy. I think just a few months ago we were worried about North Korea sending nukes to yeah. Guam. Absolutely, yeah. and yeah. now it seems like they're patching. things You know what? Up. I will tell you what. Nothing's going to be resolved unless. They get rid of their nuclear weapons, period. Yeah. America will will not tolerate North Korea having nuclear weapons. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I really believe that. And if unless they refuse, then it's it's going to get scary, you guys. Mm-hmm. Like Mattis is continuing to tell the military, you better be on alert. Well, right? That, that is, so is true. Yeah. But this is showing that there is potentially another avenue. There, Good. There, well, maybe yeah. things can be talked out. Right. right. Di- diplomatically. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Thank you for that, Drew. Keep us posted, as always, on sure. uh, World War Three. Right. So back here. <laughs> can't tell us the next story with you laughing. All right, Tanner, get serious. Okay. So back at home here, there's a chilling development or really more of an attention being paid to uh, threats of school shootings. So since the February 14th shooting in Parkman, Florida, there have been over 38 different threats across the U.S. 38? 38 from students. And these range from elementary to high school. Most of them are kids uh, lashing out on social media. Some of them are in person. Uh, at least one case, a student brought a school to, uh, a gun to school intending to do a mass shooting with a bunch of ammo, but instead right. shot himself. Um, but police are uh, reacting quickly and harshly and immediate to these threats, which I guess if you can say there's anything good out of this is that we're waking up to these situations yeah. and not allowing them to get to the point where something actually happens. So uh, there are a bunch of kids facing felony charges all around the country right now. And shout out to all of our first responders. Yes. who are sitting there waiting on that call, not knowing what the heck they're running into. But exactly. you know what? I mean, so thank you. I mean, if, some, if something comes out of it, uh, I guess that's that's a good thing. Is it, it's yeah. really sad when a sh- something like Parkland happens. It tends to, you know, four more happen in the next week. And that's what I don't understand, like psychologically, what, what triggers these people after uh, a major event like this to kind of... Lash out. Oh, go. I think that's one of the important things that everyone's looking at is how we... Uh, you know, why kids feel the need to do this. That's what we need to really address is to stop the kids needing this or wanting this, wanting that attention. All right, there you go. That's the Tuesday reality check. Just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. All right, what is trending right now? Oh, my goodness. 
As I'm just scanning it over, Roseanne is trending right now. Really? Yes. Yeah. I, lo- I was almost watching for that, for the commercials. Apparently, ABC revealed the trailer for the uh, rebooted series. It looks great. <gasps> looks really funny. Tell me about it. I'm a fan of the show in the first place. So yeah. We obviously see that the children are now grown up and have their own kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made fun of the Dan being dead part, you know, because they killed him off in the original series. So was it was it a dream? That's what they said. He, he wakes up. She wakes him up, and she, she says, I thought you were dead. And he says, why do people keep saying that to me? So they made fun of that. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so you see, like, Darlene's daughter. You see a bunch of other kids, obviously. So they're moving on. I have a theory that they're going to use both uh, Beckys. <gasps> because I think they showed they showed yes. a teaser picture of a table read, and I saw both actors that played Becky. So I think they're going to keep doing that switcheroo, which I think is genius. Wow. How fun is that? Look at Drew all loving Roseanne. I, I love, love the show. It. It's I a love good show. They call Roxanne. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Because oh. that show, I actually thought John Goodman was dead for like a solid yeah. 10 years. How does John Goodman look? <laughs> he looks he, like John Goodman. He, he lost a doing... lot of weight, didn't he? Uh, he? I think he found it again. <laughs> <laughs> he lost and found it. All right, let's get to the good, the bad, and the gossip. So The Rock went online and celebrated his Razzie Award win for Baywatch, and he was a really, really good sport about it. Oscar Sunday, I'm super pumped and very proud for my buddies who have been nominated tonight, pulling for you guys to bring home the gold. Uh, I'm also excited because I was just informed that I, too, am bringing home the gold tonight. Uh, No, not an Oscar, maybe one day, but a Razzie. Uh, Razzie are the annual awards given out to Hollywood's worst movies, (laughs) and I have officially won one for Baywatch. Uh, But here's the cool thing. The movie was so bad, they actually had to create another category. I'm not kidding. That category, the new category is... A movie so rotten, you eventually fell in love with it. I'm not kidding. Which means the <laughs> sandwich you have been eating is so bad that you eventually... Yeah, so anyway, Rock got the rising. <laughs> has, has, anybody, you guys see Baywatch I at did. all? I How was it? How I was it? You I loved it. Hate it. I, because Don't it you did. have like a little a man crush on Zac Efron? Uh, yeah, of course. And The Rock. <laughs> but it, Who uh, does it? Here's the thing. The movie didn't take itself seriously, and so it's okay to be bad when you know you're bad and you make fun of yourself for being right, bad. Right, absolutely. Yes. Kind of like our show. Yes. yes. Exactly. <laughs> they should make a radio category for the Razzies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's one award we would win. Yes, it is. All right. Hey, uh, let's get to the bad. So Elton John stormed off stage during a show last Thursday when one of the fans he brought on stage kept like touching him, touching his piano, and he freaked out. Yeah, sitting there doing Benny and the Jets and whatever. I don't guess we have the audio of uh, Elton John. No, because he was cursing out. quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> now apparently later he's like, "All right, I'll come back and finish the show." But that person never not come near Barbara on my piano. He clearly has exclusive audio right there. Yeah, that, <laughs> there was, it, that is. was it. That he, was it. He takes his piano serious because there was footage a couple of years ago of him just like just cussing out the techs who had tuned his piano at a show and didn't tune it to his specs. And he was just screaming them up one side and down the other. So you, you don't ever I, touch Elton's piano. I saw the coolest concert ever. It was uh, I saw Elton John and Billy Joel together. <gasps> Yeah, nice. Yeah. The piano man is amazing. Yeah, the piano. It was, they were like back and forth. Da, 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 doing the. Yeah, it was great. Very cool. All right, uh, let's get to the gossip finally. Hey, check it out, you guys. Keeping up with the Kardashians ended the other night with Khloe Kardashian revealing the sex of their baby. And they're having a little baby girl. Oh, wait! Now who's the dad? I don't. I don't follow. Tristan this, so. Thompson. He plays in the NBA. Okay. Yeah. Tristan Thompson. Drew. I'm glad to say I don't know who she's with. I don't care. Okay. All right then. And there you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You got the Fitz file. The legendary Fitz happens live. live. This. Come on. Is why today doesn't suck.
Yes, for Tuesday, March 6, 2018. If you enjoy this segment, let me know. I'm going to do my own little research project right now. Maybe you could like just send me a photo on my Facebook page and just say, record yourself saying, I like it. I love it. Makes my day suck less mm-hmm. because all these things have happened on this day. Tyler, the creator, is 27 years old today. Yes. I What's love that? Tyler, the creator. Who is Tyler, that? the creator. He's a rapper. He's a fashion designer. And oh. he is the goat. Isn't every rapper a fashion designer? <laughs> yeah. He's worked with Rob Deerdeck, right? Isn't he friends with no. him? Oh, well, they tried. <laughs> what are all these names? Tyler, the creator is awesome. I love Tyler, the creator. Good clothing line. Oh, yeah. He, he has this Converse line that has flowers on the side. It's oh. pretty dope. So he draws flowers on someone else's shoes, and he's a clothing designer? Yes. Count yes. me Ridiculous. in. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right, Shaquille O'Neal is 46 years old today, ladies and gentlemen. Big Shaq. Uh, Connie Britton is 51 today. Uh, Raina James on Nashville, although it's mm-hmm. not Nashville anymore. They shut down the city limit sign on that show. <laughs> they did? Yeah, they shut down. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's over. Uh-huh. You should know that now. You should. Although, I do encourage people to... Um, Check it out. Like I, I, I thought it was a good show. I think they did a really, really good job with it, to be honest with you. Let's see. Oh, my goodness, ladies and gentlemen. 182 years ago, on this day in 1836, after a 13-day siege. Siege. Mm-hmm. Siege or siege? Siege. Yeah. The Alamo fell to Mexican forces led by General Antonio de Lopez de Santa Ana. I know that because I know my Texas history. Nice. It's a very, very important day for Texas history, by the way. You should know that, Tanner, the millennial. They didn't teach me that in school. You didn't I know learn about didn't. the Alamo? Even I learned about the Alamo. <laughs> Man, they're teaching me about computers and stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, you've never seen John Wayne play Davy Crockett in the Alamo? No. Oh, watch that. Put wow. it on the list. Put it on the list? It's a classic, yes. What's, what's it called? The it's Alamo. Called the Alamo. <laughs> the Alamo. Okay. I'm going to find out what school you went to. <laughs> and burn it down. Good <laughs> <laughs> <All laughs> <right>. people. <laughs> 68 years ago in 1950 on this day, Silly Putty was invented. Oh, come on now. This is just getting silly. I know it is. Silly Putty. (laughs) Um, 36 years ago in 1982 on this day, Willie Nelson's Always On My Mind entered the pop charts, you guys. Legendary. You were always on my mind. Maybe I didn't know him. You were always on my mind. He actually wrote that song to marijuana, by the way. You do know that, right? Well, <laughs> it's good to know he was an early crossover artist, right? For marijuana? Yeah. <laughs> For pop music. For pop music. Pop music, man. Willie was on pop. Aren't you listening? Yeah. I am listening. Okay. Uh, oh, my goodness. Um, you know what? When I hear this, I guarantee you I'm going to like call a little massage place and book an appointment. Because this day in 2003, Nora Jones' Grammy-winning debut album, Come Away With Me, was certified platinum. Come away with me. Tell me you don't think about the, incense the, and candles. The incense and you know, getting the massage and the the little place, you know. Mm-hmm. They're always playing this. This song is always playing, no matter what. It's so beautiful. Is it? What is it? This song. Yeah, it Not you in the massage parlor, no. Gross. <laughs> it happens live. And now. Now. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. I want to thank you all so much for being here. I'm your What Are You Kidding Me anchorman. Of course, standing by with the news that did not make the news. Shout out to everybody who has been following me on the gram, my Instagram. By just going to your Instagram and just typing in follow fits, two words, follow fits. 
any of you see the past couple of days and stuff, my breaking, what are you kidding me stories on the gram? Yes. Mm-hmm. I have. With featuring Vladimir Putin. Well, yeah. Well, you got to go there to find out. Uh-oh. Knowing is half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got to uh, go to Instagram and type in follow fits in that little search bar. Give him a follow. As I take you out now with a special consumer watch. The future of beer. Hang on. <laughs> My dog's in the studio. <laughs> Susie, I'm trying to do the way you kidding me story. She woke up for beer. Susie. <laughs> she looked at you for a second and then. <laughs> Get out of right. Back to the what are you kidding me stories. Apparently, you guys, there are breweries all over the country that have started making glitter beer. <gasps> I repeat, glitter beer. And it's made with flavorless edible glitter. And it sparkles in the light. Nice. And I guess you could just throw this stuff down. And can you imagine your tongue? I would love. No, I'm, to... I'm thinking about something else, like tomorrow. Oh my gosh! What comes oh. out on the other end? Mm-hmm. It'll be glitter. I'm also thinking about people like Drew and Fitz who have beards with mustaches getting that glitter, <laughs> glitter all up in your grill. Oh, Gonna be a lot of weird understandings at home <laughs> or misunderstandings. <laughs> can you imagine though? You you have shiny. Oh, what? Oh, my. <laughs> what? Wouldn't that be the craziest thing? Wow. All right, let's go ahead and move on to page two. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Out of the friendly skies, barf bag. The wind was really, really bad in Washington, D.C. Uh, just a couple of days ago, and they were canceling flights like crazy. Wind shear is a serious thing. Mm-hmm. One pilot that landed at Dole's air, uh, airport, that's in D.C., reported that almost everyone on the flight was throwing up violently. Oh, no. Yeah, I've never experienced anything like that. It was by far and away the most turbulence I've ever felt. And I certainly have never felt that kind of like, it was almost like just a last second, last ditch decision. Just we need to get this thing up again or else something terrible is going to happen. I I felt like I was just going to throw up all over the place. Um, Somebody in the back next to him just actually threw up. there's like lots of people just. Yeah, okay, I think enough of that. So, Fitz ba- would have definitely thrown yeah, up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember the movie Stand By Me, that chain reaction of people yeah. throwing up? Barbarama. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. So, Fitz happens. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to look at the good stuff the same after finding out that uh, Tam of the Millennials shampoo is called the good stuff. It is? <laughs> it really is. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I love the shape of the bottle, too. Is it? Is it it's shampoo and it's just called the good stuff? It's just called the good stuff and what? it has a little like a... Uh, a starfish on the bottom of it, and like a little like ocean. Is it's it just, good shampoo? It's really good. I mean, look at this hair. Drew, what's it like to live with a kid? <laughs> Drew gets his own it gets, son. It gets really bubbly when you put it in. Drew, have you? Uh, it's basically so, bubble bath. <laughs> and, and in case you're joining, uh, Tanner the Millennial uh, was sick of sleeping on his mom's couch and stuff. We're trying to get everybody contracts and stuff. And uh, Tanner moved in with Drew. Mm-hmm. And Drew made this discovery that Tanner the Millennial's shampoo is called... The good stuff. Yeah. I was expecting Sesame Street character shampoo, but, you know, you got the good stuff. Well, so, have, you tried I, it? have you tried the shampoo? Of course I did. It's in my shower. <laughs> of course That's where it. all of it's going. That stuff is expensive. <laughs> I know. Wow. Look at this silky mane. <laughs> we, should, we should do a tie-in uh, with uh, the good stuff shampoo and our good stuff segment. <gasps> Smart. We should make that happen. Mm-hmm. So if you don't mind, I want to get 
to the good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> and it's a story about a 12-year-old Chihuahua mix in Bowling Green, Kentucky, making the rounds online. His name is Jackson. That's J-A-X-O-N, Jackson. And a woman named Kelly Brown adopted him from a shelter about four years ago when he was eight. But the story is uh, mostly about his favorite toy. It's a stuffed alligator named Greenie that Kelly got at PetSmart. And she's actually bought it many, several of them before. Mm-hmm. It's the only toy that this dog plays with. Seriously, it is no, the only toy. A lot this- of dogs are like that. Uh, straight up. He chews them, sleeps with them. So uh, they get really, really ripped up and stuff. And uh, she has to replace them every six months. But when she recently went to get a brand new one, she found out that they'd been discontinued. And if you're a pet mommy or daddy, you go into complete panic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she thought she'd be able to find them online, came up empty. So as a last resort, she posted something about it on Twitter. And this 21-year-old woman named Kendall saw it all. She works at PetSmart in Lake Worth, Texas, and started uh, digging through the bargain bin. She ended up finding eight of them. Which is like, you know what, yeah. that's a pretty good lifetime supply. You just gotta... Yeah! The dog's 12. So it's a four or five year supply. It'll get him, get him to the good land. Right. And she just sent them to... <laughs> what? Get him to the good place. <laughs> All right. Anyway, she sent them to Kelly last month. She would not accept any money. She just insisted that uh, they were a gift. That's, that's an so employee cool. going above so and beyond. cute! I hope PetSmart does something for her. Can we see if we can get her on? Yeah. Her name is... Uh, Kendall works at PetSmart in Lake Worth, Texas. All right, Kendall. I'm, I'm coming for you. Be looking for a call from us. I'm going to try to find you. <laughs> yeah. She's 21, too. I, I want to know what kind of uh, little toy animal it is, though. She said it's a gator, didn't she? Yeah. Oh, Granny right the, the, the Gator. Yeah, Granny the Gator. All right, yeah. then. And there you go. That is the good stuff. Is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. This is... The Fitz Show with Fitz. Because he kind of had that little wrinkle in his eye like Bill Gates did. Jenna. Just burn it, destroy it, get rid of it. Drew. No, I'm just reporting the news. I don't make these stories. And Tanner the Millennial. I swear, you guys, I just learned how to do laundry. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. All right, welcome to the show and wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, make sure to set our shows, the number one button on your preset. And if you never, ever take it off, like if you lock it in, put your, your finger out there and, and, and hold it till it beeps, then that makes you a P1. Mm-hmm. That is what we call a P1. Yeah. That's how you become a P1. It's really that easy. Lock us in on number one, and you're in the club. All right, you guys, um, we're getting ready to uh, do something I call... Who said what? Who said what? Who said what? Who said what? So I'm just going to pick a topic, and uh, everybody on the show is going to write a response, and then we're all going to attempt to guess who said what. Mm. And wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, please play along with us. Try to guess who said what? (laughs) Who said what? Who said what? Who said what? All right. Obviously, I have a little more enthusiasm about the segment. It's the only game show where the theme song lasts to the middle of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I sound like some of my old program directors. Oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. We're just going to trim a little bit over here. Who said, said what? Yeah. Who said what? So anyway, uh, once again, uh, I'm going to pick a topic, and we're all going to write a response and guess who said what? <laughs> who said what? Number one. Things that would make a good 
potato chip flavor. Everybody Ooh. take a couple of seconds to write it down. Things that would make a good potato chip flavor. A couple of seconds, please. Everybody got something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just going to kind of go around the room here and just guess who said what. Okay. Things that would make a good potato chip flavor. Someone on the show said roast beef. Someone on the show said avocado and bacon. Mm. Actually, that does sound good. Someone on the show said skinny vanilla latte flavor. <laughs> oh, well, I wonder who that person was. <laughs> And uh, Jenna still haven't got yours yet. <laughs> Mine said it went through. Well, I said kettle corn. Oh, kettle. Okay, okay, great for. Thanks for doing that. Oh, sorry. Kettle corn flavor. Don't you think that'd be yummy as a chip? Kind of salty, okay. kind of sweet. Who said? So who crispy. said roast beef? Drew, one hundred percent. Because Drew yeah. loves rich, thick, dark meat. All right. That sounds uh, weird. <laughs> well, you're absolutely correct. It was Drew. Yeah. yeah. We're really lacking in the meat flavors and chips. Who said uh, skinny vanilla latte flavor? Fitz. You. Easy. Who said avocado and bacon? Tanner. No one and only. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I think we got time for one more. Here we go. Who said that? I mean, who said what? <laughs> Things that would be helpful to have during a zombie apocalypse. Couple of seconds. Write down your response. Okay, time's up. Sorry, that was a quick one. <laughs> Uh, someone said a big jacked up diesel Dodge Ram in body armor. Uh, Who said I think that? Jenna. I think it's Drew. I think it's Drew too. It was Drew. Mm-hmm. Oh, they never um, get that part right. Who says uh, the internet and a lightsaber? Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you really need. <laughs> Who said? A big beast rover vehicle with a Starbucks machine. Fitz. Fitz. <laughs> Why is everything Starbucks oriented? <laughs> right, what do we have left? Jenna, what Me. was yours? Oh, I, I figured out I sent my stuff to your iPad on accident. Mine was an axe, a sword, a shovel, a crossbow, a knife, a pair of scissors, and a dagger. All right, thank you. <laughs> Who said what? Who, Who said, said what? what? You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. All right, here's what happens. Um, we're going to ask a bunch of questions, okay? It's called Fitz versus the Millennial, and you can play right now, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Um, Drew's going to explain how we do this. So millennials have this new high-speed world, and, and we're going to find out what Fitz really knows about the new world of the millennial, their culture, their society, their entertainment. Pretty much everything there is to know. That's right. right. Oh, okay. And then we're also going to find out what Tanner, the millennial, as a representative of millennials, knows about the rest of us and about the real world and the world we all live in. That's debatable that he's a representative for millennials. Like, yeah. Not very good one. What's that so supposed far? to mean? It means I don't know I if you... I won last I time. I don't know. What? No, wait, not he, last time, but the time before. He did win. To, Tanner to, did... No, you won that other game. Uh, yeah, I remember it. I played my Miley, uh, my Miley Cyrus song. Oh yeah, it was it was terrible last week. It was a three to one. Today I'm gonna if I win I'm gonna play the climb by Miley. It's my new song of inspiration when I win. <laughs> it's always gonna one. be another mountain. Mine's gonna be Katy Perry's. 
firework. Well, yeah. well, get, get that queued up to Come get on. a good feeling about you, Fitz. Here All we right. go. Okay. We start with Fitz since he won the last game. Fitz. KFC has a cool new ad campaign in which different actors and celebrities play the colonel. What I need you to do is name two people who have played this iconic chicken peddler. Just two. You bet. Reba McIntyre. That's one. And my favorite, uh, uh, Norm MacDonald. That is two correct. Fitz gets the I point. I think Norm MacDonald's the best one. You had about nine people to pick from, so you did well. Okay. okay. Thank you. Point for Fitz. Moving on to Tanner. Tanner. Thank you, KFC. Spike TV just changed its name to the Paramount Network. The original launch of Spike TV was delayed due to an infringement lawsuit from what famous film director? The heck is that? What does that even mean? Steven Spielberg? Infringement? Okay. Is that your answer? No. (laughs) (laughs) Hurry up. I need an answer. Uh, Who would sue Spike TV? George Lucas? That is incorrect. Fitz, do you have an answer on who would uh, 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 sue Spike TV? Ted Turner. No, it's incorrect. What? It's Spike Lee. Spike Lee sued oh, Spike TV and didn't oh. let him open. Come on, people. <laughs> Sorry about oh that. Goodness. Sorry about that, Drew. Oh, my goodness. I overthought no, no it. Hey, you're, your pulse is racing. That's no, we right. can't do that. You're going to kill me here, people. You're going to get your GERD going. <laughs> Back to Fitz. This one goes to you. GERD again. Fitz, this popular category of internet posts puts pets, dogs mostly, pictured with a sign indicating the crimes that they've committed against their owners. What are these kind of posts called? Dog shaming. That's right. Dog shaming for the point. You know what? How did you know the name of that? Because it's dog shaming. They're awesome. They're everywhere. I love that. What's up? Man, this game. It It makes me so mad. I'm sorry, but this game's basically over, Tanner. You can't recover from this. I'm going to declare Fitz the winner. Oh! Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's time. Hey, you know what? It's all about the climb. Fitz happens live. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. We've been getting some unbelievable messages on social media. Snap what you see right now and send it back to me wherever you are right now. A selfie or, you know, record yourself, wave in, say what's up, give us a little message. Snap what you see, send it back to me, facebook.com slash follow fits, facebook.com slash follow fits. And now an official uh, uh, social media update from uh, uh, Drew, who's spent a lot of time on social media lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me just a little... Excuse me. <laughs> Come on. Sorry. Let's be professional, everybody. Um, give me a little uh, update. What are, what, what are people saying right now? What's the mood? What's the vibe? Uh, well, we're getting a lot of contact still about uh, Tanner's anti-prayer stance. A lot of people speaking up on that. Do you uh, want to kind of recycle that for everybody? Uh, well, Tanner made a comment to Fitz last week, or maybe it was even two weeks ago. He, he politely asked that... He just saved the prayers that, that Fitz was throwing his way, and, and people are lit up about it. They are making a lot of comments, most of them in favor of Tanner accepting prayers coming his way. So keep those coming. Keep your input in on that. Uh, we're also, you know, we get people a lot like of you stuff. need prayers, Tanner. We get a lot of stuff specifically about different bits can we I, do and can comments I, I'm on the sorry. Show. Can I pause you, sir? I'm mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt you, Drew. It's almost as if, I can't believe this is being brought up again. It's almost as if. He's literally trying to like put a little force field around himself when I'm like, hey, I just want to 
Send a couple up to the, I to the big man upstairs. It, man. You know what helps the force field is a prayer chain. We get a whole bunch of people together yep. to pray. Go and get on my Facebook page. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Facebook.com slash follow fits. And if you could just put prayers for Tanner. Hashtag prayers for Tanner. I don't need prayers. Break down those walls. Everybody does. Well, good it's for up everybody to you whether else. Or not, it's up to you whether or not you want to take them. All right. Sorry to interrupt you, Drew. Um, one of the things that came in on our show's social media, on our Facebook page, I think is maybe one of the best comments we've ever received. It's from a lady in Kenya. Uh, and she wrote in to thank Fitz for the show. And, and the best part is... We're leading up to this. But hang on. This is... Big. The best part is she told Fitz in the comments. Can I read it? Please do, yes. <laughs> Why are you trying to take my sweet quote or message from Kenya? <laughs> my gosh. Well, you asked him to give you a social media briefing. Oh, yeah. that's right. I did. <laughs> Stop briefing. All right. It says, Fitz, uh, it says, I am Kenyan. Uh, don't get shocked why I'm texting you. I'm asking uh, um, if you know that I used to know so much about USA through your everyday kidding story of the day. And she's talking about the what are you kidding me stories of the day. So you kept her updated through what are you kidding me stories of the day. Not only only kept her updated. I taught her about America. (laughs) I think she might be getting the wrong impression. USA! 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 Oh my God, I'm spreading American cheer throughout the world. You're teaching American culture. What is her name, by the way? Anybody remember her first name? Monique. Um, she lives in Kenya, listens to our show every single day. This is this is awesome. I reached out to Monique, so hopefully we can connect with her and right. speak with her. And you can reach out to us too, Facebook.com slash follow fits. Oh my god! Real funny, the fit show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the fit show. Everybody! All right, uh, stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. You would not believe who is celebrating a Razzie win. And basically, the Razzie Awards are the awards where they make fun of people. Yeah, it's but, the Golden Raspberry. That's right, oh, the Golden Raspberry. Mm-hmm. But uh, one huge celebrity is uh, uh, ecstatic to have the win. I'll give you the details next. Drew, stand by with the Tuesday reality check. The U.S. Immigrations and Customs Enforcement Agency, that's ICE to most of us, uh, announced on Thursday that they had completed a big statewide sting operation all around California and picked up 200 suspected undocumented immigrants that all have criminal ties, criminal pasts. This follows a similar raid that picked up 200 people in January. What's different about this one is that the ICE has now asked the Justice Department to look in the actions of Oakland Mayor Libby Schaff. ICE is saying they would have been able to catch many more of their suspects had Mayor Schaff not let people know about the operations. Oh. Uh, they're saying that she used uh, social media and the internet to spread the word because she is politically opposed to the action. Uh, obviously, with uh, you know some of the Bay Area states or areas being considered sanctuary states, so this continues kind of the war of principle within our government. We'll see how that goes from there. Uh, and then wrapping up 
the Oscar news from the weekend. Uh, the hashtag Oscar so boring was trending because with their, their <laughs> oh, low ratings, what? people I, are saying we're just not into it. They said it was predictable results. You're saying people didn't like the, the award show? That people are not liking but the award the show. jet ski. <laughs> you know what was shocking, too, is is the amount of people that were destroying Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, they were saying he wasn't funny. Yeah. I was wrong about something earlier. I said it was the lowest rated ever. It's actually the second lowest rated ever. Uh, John Stewart hosted in 2007, and that holds the record as the lowest rated Oscars ever. Wow. Uh, but it's on another decline uh slope right now. It's not, it's it's not t- looking good. It's tough to grab people's attention. It really it is. is. It is. I mean... One of the things a lot of people are complaining about yeah. was uh, some of the omissions in the uh, obituary section. Uh, it was actually very short this year. It was uh, done to Eddie Vedder singing live uh, in, in the broadcast. I feel like they left a lot of people out. They did. A lot of people are upset about Adam West. You know? The original <gasps> Batman. Batman was, Batman left, was out. left out? Yeah, and I mean, he was acting right up to the end. He was a, uh, been a voice on The Family mm-hmm. Guy. Also, Powers Booth, who was a fantastic actor, and Glenn Campbell. None of them the were The Rhinestone Cowboy was left out. Right. So people Ridiculous. are saying that they, they snubbed a lot. And of course, you see a lot of names that people outside of the industry uh, was there any political with. stuff uh, behind any of that? I wonder if you know. I don't know if that was political. I think they were trying to streamline that part of the broadcast, okay. maybe. Okay. Uh, and then one final bit of Oscar news. This is interesting. Frances uh, McDormand won her Oscar for Best Actress, Best Lead Actress, and that night at the Governor's Ball, it was stolen from her. What? That's right. They jacked her Oscar. Yeah. Don't well, jack somebody's Oscar. Uh, at this point, it had already been engraved with their name, and a man was arrested for it. Uh, apparently, he seems like he might be kind of a weird star stalker. How do you think it's it's possible that he was able to get not only that access, but to steal her Oscar? This she is what's strange. He didn't have, uh, this is one of the most secure events. He didn't even have a pass for the event. He didn't have a ticket to it, but he was at the Governor's Ball, which one of the most exclusive after parties. He was arrested by police, and they aren't saying exactly what happened, but they did say that the first thing they had to do is take him to the hospital. So I think they might have oh, beat the snot out of him. Jacked him up arrest. a little bit. Well, no, major. It was probably a psych evaluation too. That's possible as well. Yeah, you know, you know what that is. That's a five one five zero. Somebody, somebody called the popo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right up. Yeah. All right then. Well, thank you for that uh, unbelievable information. You got it, Mister Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let me in with them. All right, that's the Tuesday reality check. Now, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. All right, what is trending right now? Oh, my goodness. As I'm just scanning it over, Roseanne is trending right now. Really? Yes. Yeah. I, lo- I was almost watching for that, for the commercials. Apparently, ABC revealed the trailer for the uh, rebooted series. It looks great. <gasps> looks really funny. Tell me about it. I'm a fan of the show in the first place. So yeah. We obviously see that the children are now grown up and have their own kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made fun of the Dan being dead part, you know, because they killed him off in the original series. So was it was it a dream? That's what they said. He, he wakes up. She wakes him up, and she, she says, I thought you were dead. And he says, why do people keep saying that to me? So they made fun <laughs> of that. Uh, yes, yeah, so you see, like, Darlene's daughter. You see a bunch of other kids, obviously. So they're moving on. I have a theory that they're going to use both uh, Beckys because I think they showed they showed yes. a teaser picture of a table read and I saw both actors that played Becky so I think they're going to keep doing that switcheroo which I think is genius wow how fun is that look at Drew all loving Roseanne I, I love the show it's a great show they call Roxanne yeah uh, it's going to be interesting to see because uh, that show I actually thought John Goodman was dead for like a solid yeah. 10 years how does John Goodman look <laughs> it looks he, like John Goodman he, he lost a doing, lot of weight didn't he? Uh, he I think he found it again <laughs> Found it. All right, let's get to the good, the bad, and the gossip. So, The Rock went online and celebrated his Razzie Award win for Baywatch, and he was a really, really good sport about it. 
Oscar Sunday. I'm super pumped and very proud for my buddies who have been nominated tonight, pulling for you guys to bring home the gold. Uh, I'm also excited because I was just informed that I, too, am bringing home the gold tonight. Uh, no, not an Oscar, maybe one day, but a Razzie. Uh, Razzie are the annual awards given out to Hollywood's worst movies, <laughs> and I have officially won one for Baywatch. Uh, but here's the cool thing. The movie was so bad, they actually had to create another category. I'm not kidding. That category, the new category is a movie so rotten, you eventually fell in love with it. I'm not kidding. Which means the sandwich you have been eating is so bad that you eventually... Yeah, so anyway, Rock got the rising. <laughs> Has, has, anybody, you guys see Baywatch? I at did. All? I How saw, was it? How I was did. It? You I loved didn't it. Hate it. I, because don't it you did. have like a little a man crush on Zac Efron? Uh, yeah, of course, and The Rock. But it, <laughs> who uh, does that? Here's the thing: the movie didn't take itself seriously, and so it's okay to be bad when you know you're bad and you make fun of yourself for being right, bad. Right? Absolutely. Yes. Kind of like our show. Yes. 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 Exactly. <laughs> they should make a radio category for the Razzies. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's one award we would win. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. Hey, uh, let's get to the bad. So Elton John stormed off stage during a show last Thursday when one of the fans he brought on stage kept, like, touching him, touching his piano, and he freaked out. Yeah, sitting there doing Benny and the Jets and whatever. I don't guess we have the audio of uh, Elton John no, cause cussing people out. No, because he was cursing quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Now, apparently later he's like, all right, I'll come back and finish the show. But that person never not come near Barbara on my piano. He clearly <laughs> does. exclusive audio right there. Yeah, that, <laughs> there was, it that is. was it. That he, was it. He takes his piano serious because there was footage a couple of years ago of him just like just cussing out the techs who had tuned his piano at a show and didn't tune it to his specs. And he was just screaming them up one side and down the other. So you, you know don't ever I, touch Elton's piano. I saw the coolest concert ever. It was uh, I saw Elton John and Billy Joel together. <gasps> Yeah, nice. nice. The piano man. was amazing. Yeah, the piano. It was they were like back and forth, da, 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 doing the. Yeah, it was great. Very cool. All right, uh, let's get to the gossip. Finally, hey, check it out, you guys. Keeping up with the Kardashians ended the other night with Khloe Kardashian revealing the sex of their baby, and they're having a little baby girl. Oh, wait, now who's the dad? I don't. I don't follow Tristan this, so. Thompson. He plays in the NBA. Okay. Yeah, Tristan Thompson, Drew. I'm glad to say I don't know who she's with. I don't care. Okay. All right, then. And there you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You got the Fitz five. The legendary Fitz happens live. Live. No rest high on that mouth. I'm an American soldier. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. And we are the show that does the troop salute. And today we have a very special salute because we are saluting siblings. That's right. I'm talking about Corporal Ashley M. Salgado and Lance Corporal Jonathan Salgado of the United States Marines. Drew, more Marines. Hoorah. See, that's Drew. He could do that because he's a Marine. I can't do that. No, you can't do that. I heard you try earlier. It was bad. Uh, This salute was actually brought to us by one of our P1s, loyal listeners, Kim Fiesca Shaw who is the sister to both of these incredible Marines. And Corporal Ashley Salgado was currently stationed in South Korea 
and she enlisted October of 2015, signed a four-year contract as a tactical air defense controller, and graduated with honors from uh, her MOS school. And Drew, tell me what that what that uh, means exactly. So MOS school is your military occupational specialty. That's where you learn your trade. So her trade is she's an air traffic controller, which is, of course, incredibly wow. vital because you're steering all those planes around in the sky. Very stressful. Getting them to target and getting yeah. them back to base and getting them fueled and all of that. Ashley was stationed in Okinawa, Japan for two years, but is currently serving in South Korea on temporary assignment. And then, of course, Lance Corporal Jonathan Salgado, also a Marine, currently stationed at Camp Pendleton. And he enlisted October of 2016, signed a four-year contract as a uh, a rifleman, an 0311 rifleman. 0311 grunt. Okay, see? Mm -hmm. All right. And his first deployment uh, will be in April of this year. He's going to be going to Australia. What an awesome place. Yeah. 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 That was always the dream float. Everyone wanted to go to Australia. No kidding. And you always heard great stories from the Marines that had gone, and just, sailors. Just loving it. Oh, they talk about getting off the boat and how amazing it is over there. Wow. Their sister Kim said to us, it's far from easy not having them around, but they've come a long way from when their mother passed away in 2007. And she'd be so very proud of who they have become. They have a strong family back home who supports them to the fullest. And Kim says, thank you and God bless her two Marine siblings. And if you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, just go to facebook.com slash follow fits. Drew, what are we looking for? Name, rank, what branch they're in, you know, what branch of service, yeah. what job they do, uh, any interesting stories about them, maybe accolades or awards they've gotten, places they've served, stations, just all that cool stuff about them in the service. Facebook.com slash follow fits. The one and only. This is The Fit Show. And now. And now. Uh, I think I've been delivering uh, some pretty good news stories that did not make the news today. I mean, let me tell you, I got a a message from Kenya, and a a woman said that she learns about the USA from the What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. Right. What Are You Kidding Me is now a global phenomenon. Which she, is yeah? Go ahead. Jenna. I was gonna say she thinks that everybody in America is just running amok and going crazy and stealing cars. <laughs> That's and not what we're doing. taking baby alligators. We're all, yeah, we're tossing alligators in drive-through windows. Yes, she's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, which is why I'm going to kick it off with a uh, for that fantastic listener in Kenya who's checking out our show online. I'm going to begin with a what are you kidding me story out of Kenya. Woo! Oh yeah, legit, you guys out of Kenya. It's not brain surgery. A doctor, two nurses, and a hospital CEO in Kenya have been suspended after they accidentally performed brain surgery on the wrong patient. What? How do you mess up that bad? That's like when someone gets their leg amputated. Yeah. And next thing they cut off the right, wrong leg. Right. What do you, I mean, can you ma- They permanent marker. I've been in these situations. They come to you before the surgery and they marker your leg and, or your body Somebody's part. Somebody's head going, didn't get marked. No, that head did Somebody's not get marked. Somebody's head did not get marked. I'm just thinking they, they do most types of brain surgery while the patient's awake so the person is probably protesting the whole time like it's not me it's not me you got the wrong guy like quiet you i swear it's my roommate he's behind the curtain i'll be 
I'll be fighting, man. I'll be going crazy. Be throwing fists, fists of fury. I am amazed uh, in, with with uh, neurological surgeries like that that the amount of people who are awake while they're performing on your brain. That's my worst to. fear. They I have to keep them sometimes. Awake. I'm, okay, then why didn't this person say something? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense, Drew. What's wrong with you, Drew? What are you guys doing up there? I can't see. <laughs> Working on top I was of here head. to get my appendix removed. Yeah. <laughs> Unless the person had like a throat issue and couldn't say anything, and they're really there to have surgery on their throat. Dang! Instead, they get it on their brain. <laughs> see, I'm gonna be. Th- see, I will be thinking about this all day long. Let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Out of New York City, reached the limit. 25-year-old woman in New York got arrested last Friday for screaming at a two-year-old and dumping her popcorn on his head. After the uh, the little one was talking too loudly during Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Sorry, it was a little I've, girl. When I saw two year old little girl. When I saw The Last Jedi, I was almost there. There's a kid next to me and you talking to their mom the entire oh, time, I, hey and now. I was like, "Can someone handle hey this now. child?" Hey now, it's not handling the child. They get to interact and watch things too. That's you're at a movie. You're not it's supposed their to talk to experience too. Well, no, they, that's not. You don't go to a theater to talk to the screen. You don't get to go around telling people how to experience a movie. Then they you're can not enjoy. The ex- you're not that, the experience regulator. Then no. they can enjoy that movie but at home. Jenna, I think, and I as a daddy, care. I'm saying this too. I, there is a certain theater etiquette. And if your baby's going psycho in the theater, get up and take your baby out. Well, I don't care. I paid $27 to be there like the rest well, of you. Well, so did everybody else. Well, you don't take oh, your ba- then they person. can go to a different movie theater because I'm coming. You don't take your baby out when it goes nuts. <laughs> No. Mm-hmm. I You're actually, the worst. I actually put her in timeout while the movie's going in the corner. Oh, great. Sit on the stairs and annoy everybody. And people have to dodge your kid walking up the stairs. Yes. That's great, Jenna. Yes, I am that person. You also have to dodge her booger hair. <laughs> I am that person. Oh. All right. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. The Fitz Show. He's hilarious. It's time to open the Fitz box and read his Twitters and Facebooks and Instagrams and Maybe Snapchat. Yep. Yes, it's it's the good, the bad, and the ugly about the show. Your questions, your comments, your concerns. We really talk about it all. I really appreciate it. Uh, send me a message right now. You can do it on Facebook, facebook.com, slash, follow Fitz, those two words. Fitz, never, ever, ever ride in Drew's car again. I heard what happened. He has a leak somewhere, and chemicals are coming into the car. I feel bad that you got nauseous and almost vomited. That is not safe and can permanently damage your lungs. Please do yourself a favor. Uber next time. And <laughs> possibly consider suing Drew's insurance. What? Dylan. Oh, Dylan. I could sue Drew's insurance for a few things. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you really could. Well, you could find yourself on the street, too. <laughs> you do got a little few, uh, the, what do we name the, your Subaru, the, the fumigator. The fumigator, right. Yeah. I drove the good car today, just in case we had to go somewhere. Okay, very cool. Whoa. That was sweet. Well, look, good for you. <laughs> look, at, you. look at Drew over there. Don't Whoa. want to ride in the death box. Yeah. Hey, Fitz, I'm really praying for Tanner. That poor sweet boy needs to just let his guard down and let you say some prayers for him. Let the love in. Obviously, he's got evil within. Sincerely, Candace. Wow. Yeah, Candace. <laughs> I thought this was really nice until the evil within part. Well, I've always known that, too. But go but go ahead and kind of reset what's going on, what, what Candace is talking about real quick. Yeah, so Fitz 
I was talking to Fitz about some of the things happening in my life. I'm having some hardships. And he says, well, I'll pray for you. Well, you know what? You pray. Everybody prays for everything. Everybody prays for their Taco Bell didn't come in time. Prays for celebrities that they don't even know. Straight up. Something. And it's just. Praise for their it, team It loses its meaning I after don't, a while. I don't. I don't say that crap for them. I say I'm going to offer some prayers for you. And you know what? You threw your little force field of prayer thing up and tried to reflect them back up to me. And I'm just going to quit sending some prayers your way. If you, if that's, that's what it. I asked for. Well, Candace oh, still wants it. to pray for you. All right, let's well, move on. Well, good for Candace. Hey, Fitz, I'm really sorry. Uh, I find it weird that uh, Tanner the Millennial and Drew are living together. I give it three months before they want to kill each other. P1 since D1. Pat. I actually think it's going pretty well. It's going really well. How's it going? Yeah, Tanner's in, staying in our extra room, and uh, yeah, it's going great. I mind my own business. He's, just, he contributes. The- he buys his own food. Do you guys like sit and... Come communicate with each other in the living area, or or, or do you kind of stay your distance? Tanner likes to spend a lot of time in his room, but he comes out every once in a while. He yeah. spends a lot, most of his time in his room. I think he's watching whatever millennials watching there on his computer. I'd be worried about what's going on behind those doors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I keep my door open. <laughs> he's, he's probably just playing Star Wars. Uh, let's see. Hey, Fitz, I heard you guys talking about Jenna having a problem with her neighbor. She needs to set boundaries. She shouldn't be worried to tell this dude to back off and quit flirting with her. I hate it when people try to talk too much and make friends. She needs to say that we are neighbors. That is it. He obviously wants to do things to Jenna. Yeah. All right. P1 Shelly says that. Well, I just feel bad because he's my neighbor and it's like. and then the inappropriate I, yeah, neighbor. He is inappropriate, but his uh-huh. wife is sweet and I try to like kindly end the conversation, but he just he's my right. neighbor and I feel weird. Yep. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly about the show. Questions, comments, concerns now. Facebook.com slash follow fits. And we just opened up the Fitz box and read his Facebooks and Twitters, Instagrams, Facebook, Snapchat, but not email. (laughs) Definitely not email. (laughs) It's happens live. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. It's a big day today. It is uh, Tuesday, March 6, 2018, which means it, it's time to really l- let off some steam and get Tanner the Millennial to turn into his alter ego, Vanilla Bean, and battle rap somebody. Yeah. Somebody who he's beefing with. Some, and maybe you got to beef with someone. If you have any ideas on uh, uh, what we could do some battle raps on, let us know. Facebook.com slash follow fit. So what are you beefing on today? I am beefing with March Madness. I am tired of all the bandwagon fans acting like they love college basketball, and they only show up one month out of the year. That really angers you, huh? serious. Mm. Are you even serious about any particular college basketball team? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm calling people out. And what do you care? Because <laughs> I'm tired of everybody acting like their brackets mean everything on Facebook. I'm yeah, like, but maybe where, where's this basketball talk for the rest of the season? Have you ever shot a basketball in your life? I was actually on the JV basketball team in high school. Really? Right. Next year I got cut, though. <laughs> oh, you mean they didn't let you go to the varsity? Yeah. <laughs> Seniors can't play JV, I guess. <laughs> well, some can. I've actually, I think I've seen the senior actually stay on JV. That's okay, though. Mm-hmm. JV representing. Man, rep, I got rep, cut. You know you need to represent junior varsity right All now. All right, let's do it. All right then. Yeah. Uh, our JV rapper, <laughs> Vanilla Bean, again his alter ego, uh, completely going after 
March Madness? March Madness. Right, you want a funky fresh beat? Yes. Oh! <laughs> yeah! Man. The same one as last time. <laughs> Every time. March Madness! What's up with that? College basketball, you're quite whack. Nobody cares about college ball until March. Then people love it all. Bandwagon watchers, you make me feel like Jody Foster. <laughs> it makes my head hurt. College basketball? I'd rather eat yogurt. <laughs> Vanilla beans bracket. I can't hack it. Wasting my time, so I might as well rhyme. College basketball. It's a fixed game. Vanilla bean is getting insane. Those college players need to get paid. College is cashing like a buffet. March Madness. You hurt my heart. Left my mouth tasting like tart. All of you. Bandwagon fans, you don't like ball. You should change your plans. March Madness, you're cool and all. Maybe I'll just wait to watch baseball. Oh! <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You know what's <laughs> what's bizarre is you kind of have a good point in the fact that, I mean, there's a lot of professional basketball players saying that... Uh, college NCAA should pay its athletes saying hey yeah. alright we appreciate the college education but the amount of revenue that you're making off of these Billions. athletic events a lot of money you're mm-hmm. right vanilla beans Sh- getting political shouldn't a little <laughs> bit of that be going to some of these athletes is the argument right yeah in uh, in basketball yeah basketball and football really wow vanilla bean bringing the heat today bringing the political heat all right then, put me so on the news if, if you would um like to send Tam the millennial slash vanilla bean an idea for a battle rap let us know right now facebook.com slash follow fits fits happens live oh yeah All right, ladies and gentlemen, what have we learned today for Tuesday, March 6, 2018? And wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, if you picked up something from today's show, let us know. It always makes us feel really, really good. Um, Here's what I learned. I learned during the What Are You Kidding Me stories today that beer is about to change forever. Glitter beers are now a thing that exists. Glitter beers, like edible glitter stuff floating around in you. because beer was broken. Yeah. Well, think about this. If it's shiny going in, think about how that's going to be coming out. Shine bright like a diamond. No, thank you. Shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> hey, look, it's shiny. All right, uh, Drew, what uh, what have we learned today? I learned that Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, won a Razzie for his role in Baywatch, and because he's a winner, he accepted it with a smile and a that's laugh. Right. He thanked you because that's what winners do. They get awards and... He's a winner. A win's a win. Yeah. There you go. Tanner the Millennial, what have we learned today? I learned when Jenna goes to the movie theater with her kiddo and her kiddo starts freaking out, she doesn't take her kiddo outside like everybody should. She sends her kid to time out in the movie theater. There is no rules in the movie theater. Yes, there is. There's, there's, there's quote etiquette. It's theater etiquette. Yeah, and if you're watching not- a movie, there is a you have a responsibility to let people enjoy their movie. You gotta Psycho baby. Well, legally, I don't have to do anything because it's not written in their rules, and they won't kick you out over it. So it doesn't All matter right. what you say. You You're can be mad. There, there she is. Hey, Jenna, what, uh, what have you learned today? I learned when I tried to help Fitz's wife a few days ago with a dump run, he actually thought that I was now hoarding and taking his stuff out of his house. Rather than taking the stuff is, to the dump, he's saying I'm stealing I've his stuff. It. 
We got things that used to be my house that randomly show up in your house. I see your kid wearing all my kids' clothes and stuff. Those Jenna's are called house. donations. Those are called hand-me-downs. That's different. Oh. <laughs> Jenna's house, sponsored by Fitz. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think you throw a lot of stuff in that pickup. Hey, bed I just yours. call it my perks. All right. Wow. <laughs> I call it theft. Have a great day. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Jenna. I'm Tanner the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody. Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.